ready. You ready? I guess so, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it's your first podcast ever. How do you feel? I know. It feels kind of crazy. Like, I'm not used to it. We haven't, like, had a little combo since our radio show days. That's right. Um, so, first of all, this is uh, this is my friend Emma Schickel, one of my best friends. Uh, we went to SUNY Purchase together, and she has been dealing with me since college. So, and have, she's but gladly. Aw, appreciate that. So, why don't you uh, why don't you tell everyone where you are right now? I'm at home in beautiful Ridgefield, Connecticut, in my bedroom, <laughs> self isolated and away from everyone. Just yeah. chilling in my bedroom. What about you? I am currently in Jamaica Plain, up uh, in Boston. Yeah, up in Boston from Connecticut and Marshfield. I'm north of both places. True. So, yeah, I've been, this is week three of working from home, I think. I don't know. I stopped keeping track of the days. Is it harder to find motivation to work from home? Like, to actually get out and, like, do stuff and, like, have a routine? It's, I miss, like, I miss my, like, actual morning routine. Like, getting ready to, um, like, drive to work and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I still, like, do have the time in the morning to just, like, chill and make breakfast and everything, but it's not the same because I don't actually leave i miss setting up my spotify queue yeah i miss getting ready in the mornings, like for sure i know i make myself get dressed just to have something to do oh yeah no i've been like actually getting dressed as if i'm going to work even though i'm just wearing leggings every day which i mean i did before anyway yeah no same (laughs) i've just been wearing like sweatpants all day yeah that's that's the moves so i mean first of all how you holding up because i know this is I think we can all agree this is like a weird, weird time for everyone, no oh matter God, yeah. who you are. Yeah, 100%. It's been hard. Like, my town is a lot of um, commuters who go mm-hmm. and work in the city. So my town, I guess, got hit kind of hard. Like, it was one of the first counties in Connecticut to kind of blow up with corona. Right. So, um, everyone has been kind of self-isolating for a while now. It's been kind of like real like grocery stores have like the does yours have like the separated aisles of tape and stuff yeah my does yours have like the does this the uh stop and shop by you have like the one-way aisles because that's how the ones by me are right now yeah yeah and you need to keep six feet apart like people like mm-hmm. enforce yeah. it. it's crazy yeah it's, it's weird it's a surreal experience because I went food shopping for the first time in like two weeks. Um, I'm trying to go every other week now. And I went to, I go to Star Market and the last time I went, it was normal. But then I went, I went on Friday and I saw like the markings on the ground of the stay six feet apart. And then there was the one way aisles. People were wearing masks. And yeah, it's just like, I don't want to say it was traumatic, but I mean, that's kind of, I think, one of the best words that can describe yeah. it. I get what you mean. It's like, it definitely stays in your brain. Yeah. It really, like, it stands out. I feel like everybody is kind of just as okay as they can be. It's just, it's it's very hard. Even if, like, I know the two of us specifically, you know, we, we've honestly dealt with our own stuff. And this clearly is not helping. Um, yeah. So, yeah. it's And I feel like now everyone is starting to... Uh, everyone's going through it. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Even people who don't, like, already struggle with mental health or, like, anxiety, like, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone's experiencing that now. 
It's yeah. like, I feel like everyone has a shared anxiety right now. That's the biggest thing is the shared anxiety. And no matter, no matter where, which way you're thinking of it, the anxiety of like, am I going to get sick? Is somebody I love going to get sick? But then it's also, people think of it as like different ways. Like my dad works in the restaurant industry and we had to close all the restaurants across three different states where they have restaurants. So he's stressed about the economy. So the ripple effect of it is really just getting to everyone. So it's, it's very hard, especially when you, you can't get away from it. The information overload, like how have you been kind of dealing with that? Cause I had to actually stop watching the news. No. Yeah. I, I have to limit myself like certain days of the week. I'll just wake up and I'll say like, okay, I'm not checking the news today. I'm not looking up Corona in my town. Like I'm not looking up statistics. Like I'm just like, gonna avoid all social media and deal with it because sometimes it gets to be a bit too much like when you're you're already like prone to it you're sensitive to it you're overwhelmed by it and then it's just getting constantly shoved back at you and like more facts are coming out and it's like it, it definitely the information is an overload sometimes it's it's very hard because like I've actually had to do that too I've had to I used to like, while I was getting ready for work, I would just put on um, like the Today Show in the background and just kind of keep up with what was happening. And now like, it's the only thing in the news, which is with good reason, because everything got canceled. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. there's yeah, kind of not much else to talk about. So like, the only thing I look at now is mass.gov just puts out like the number of cases in each county every day. So that's the only mm-hmm. thing I can look at now. I can't, I can't watch CNN 24-7, even when it's Chris Cuomo and his brother doing their comedy variety hour. Or maybe that's the only oh thing I can God. tolerate. <laughs> um, oh my God. But yeah, it's just like when you can't get, because usually when stuff happens, you have a way to get away from it. And it's like, you can't really get away from this. So. Oh no, know. not at all. You're trapped with it. Like exactly. you're self-isolated with it. It's, you can't get away. I know. And it's very, it's very hard for, you know, people like us who are already nervous wrecks all the time. Yeah. I think in some ways, like, obviously it's not good that people are feeling bad, but like in some ways it kind of helps draw a light to it and makes people aware of like how much this actually affects people's day-to-day lives because I feel like coronavirus like it's a physical disease so like we've all been very focused on that but like how is this impacting people mentally like even people that aren't getting sick like how is this affecting them or causing them trauma like people that are losing loved ones to this like Mm -hmm. it's a scary time I think that's one of the biggest things that we kind of need to talk about right now I think you know, obviously it's a public health crisis for obvious reasons. It's a dangerous respiratory illness, but I think we're going to start once it all, I guess, calms down or blows over. I think we're going to start seeing the mental health effects of it. And we already are like, for me personally, like the isolation is definitely hitting me hard. You know, like I, I miss my dad. I haven't seen my dad in over a month because, you know, he's like the highest possible risk group. So that sucks. I haven't seen my boyfriend, even though he's like 20 minutes from me, just because, you know, we're trying our best to social distance and he's got older family members that I wouldn't want to like put at risk. It's hard when like, I guess everybody's everyday routine changes and it's, it's kind of like, 
this obviously isn't a very good comparison, but it's kind of like when we graduated from college and then we had to go from like, you know, seeing our friends every day and like having that routine to all of a sudden coming back home and having to kind of cope with that and deal with that. And now it's like your world gets turned upside down in a way. And now we're kind of dealing with that again, but on a more larger scale. It's a very weird thing to try to cope with. And I guess that's what we're going to kind of figure out today is how do we, how do we deal with this? It's hard. And like the (laughs) fact that the CDC actually put out like, not regulations, but like guidelines of how to help um, with the mental effects of coronavirus. Like that's pretty crazy to me. Like they've actually put out a list of ways that you can like make sure that you're not letting your mental health like decline while you Mm -hmm. are taking care of everything else that needs to be taken care of but like calling your friends and facetiming everything like it's definitely key to make that a priority especially when everyone else is so wrapped up in like their own day-to-day lives and themselves you know I think that's like one of the biggest things right now is that it's kind of now more than ever in my opinion um you gotta like kind of make sure like everyone you love is doing okay. You know, they always say like check in on your friends, check in on your loved ones, but like now you really gotta like be there because you can't physically be there. So it's like the one silver lining of this is the fact that it happened at a time when technology is awesome. Like the fact oh my that God, yeah. The yeah. fact that we're able to do this, this wouldn't have been possible even like maybe it would have been possible 10 years ago, but FaceTime wasn't as big. You know, people weren't really as into social media um, as they are now. And I think like, that is like the one good thing. You know, we just last week had like a whole big FaceTime with our group of friends, you know, playing Animal Crossing. (laughs) Um, That game has been a life send. Oh yeah. Like a lifesaver. Yeah, that game has been (laughs) so good. It came out at a great time. The best way I heard it described was that it is aggressively pleasant. That's what someone yeah, told me. Yeah, it is. It is. It genuinely <laughs> is. It's like, you're right. It came out at the perfect time because, like, well, there's all this insanity happening in the world. It's like, oh, look, there's cute little animals that I have to pay a loan to now. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you can run around and, like, plant flowers. Like, it's great. So soothing. <laughs> so I guess that's, like, kind of kind of the next topic I want, or one of the topics I want to talk about is like, kind of how are you trying to like stay upbeat, stay positive throughout this time? Because it's really hard um, yeah. to try to stay happy when the world seems to be falling apart. So yeah, I guess, you know, how have you been trying to just keep it up? It's hard. Like some days aren't always easy. Like some days you definitely have to try a little bit harder, especially when you're kind of feeling trapped like at home you can't really go out and do things like you really have to make an effort to get moving even if you don't want to like that's at least one of the things that I found that has helped me the most like even if I just want to stay in bed and like you know be miserable and sleep all day like I have to get out of bed I have to get dressed like I make myself go downstairs and at least just like get coffee in the morning and like make my Mm -hmm. bed and like then at least I've like started moving and like usually from there it gets a bit easier but I always just make sure that I find time to unwind at the end of the day, like, because if the news and everything has been too much, like, finding time to just kind of unplug and, like, be for a second is always helpful, and I guess just kind of talking to everyone else who's also going through it, like, making me feel less, like, 
it's just happening to me and affecting me and like reconnecting with people in my life that are also like dealing with this and yeah it's I, that's a, the best way I guess I've been dealing with it but it's been hard I don't know yeah some yeah I definitely agree with like that some days are harder than others because it's like um I try to focus on the good the good news that comes out on it like I try to specifically yeah. look for that um because obviously the news is going to report only death and dying and fires and the apocalypse yeah so. it's never the good news yeah so I try to I try to look for that um I like what you said about trying to like keep a routine up like still making yourself get because I've been doing that too I found that's helped me even though I wish I could go back to my office so bad <laughs> um, I know yeah like you know getting up and like getting dressed in the morning and doing my hair and uh picking out an outfit for the day going into the kitchen making a cup of coffee in the morning like I did when I was actually going to work um I think yeah. it's important to keep like a sense of normalcy around um mm -hmm. just because things are very not normal right now very not yeah. normal none of this is normal <laughs> so I know it's so it's so different and it's like so out of the ordinary like I don't think anybody's even if you've been like practicing good mental health coping strategies and everything for years like I don't think anyone would have been prepared for this no and like, like and the effects that it's had on on people who have struggled and were struggling and are struggling like I don't think any of it could have been prepared for necessarily that's, I think, the perfect way to describe this is the fact that it came seeming, like, not really out of nowhere, like, it had been gradually ramping up for months before it got, before it really, like, hit the fan, but I think that is, yeah, that's, like, the perfect way to describe it, that nobody could have seen this coming, um, and, you know, it kind of smacks, it kind of smacked you in the face, because all of a sudden, mm -hmm. like, the biggest thing was that one day, um, March 12th, 2020, when everything turned upside down and, you know, sports got canceled, events got canceled, there was talk of the Olympics getting canceled, which they did, now they're happening next summer. Um, and wow. I think that was like, that was just kind of like a wake up call in a way, where it was like, oh, and then after that, I feel like just the mood totally changed. And so, yeah, yeah. so it's just like, the best way I've heard this described, and I might have said this already, but my memory has been non-existent since the days all started blending together, was that like, we're all as a society kind of going through a collective traumatic experience. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, this is definitely going to leave an effect. Yeah, um, it's been... Yeah, it's just like, so I guess, you know, we have been kind of talking about this, but I guess let's get more specific. Like, how can people take care of their mental health right now, um, in your opinion? Like, and I just want to also say, like, the two of us are by no means any experts. We do not have degrees in psychology. Yeah. Um, we did take a psychology class in college. We drew on a we balloon. Did. We took one. Yeah, <laughs> we did. I drew a brain on a balloon. So, That's so we do knowledge yeah <laughs> so while we have some rough knowledge nothing we say is obviously you know i mean take anything you want to heart but i mean we we are not experts by any means it's just you know two people who 
have experience kind of dealing with stuff and are trying to, you know, help people. So yeah, help people exactly. who are, who are, who are in their fields right now, which we all yeah. are. Um, so yeah, I yeah, guess like, definitely. like what advice, like we can kind of share on like how people can sort of, you know, physical health is obviously important. We want to make sure we stay healthy, wash our hands, stay home, don't get sick, don't touch your yeah. face, which is the, this, if the CDC wanted me to not touch my face, they should have said touch your face all the time, always, because I just want to stick my hands on my face all the time. I rub my eyes all the time. <laughs> I just did it now. I was like, uh-oh, um, I'm trying so hard. It's not easy, but you I know, know. it is. You gotta take care of your mental health as well. So I guess like, what are kind of the ways you've been sort of, you know, trying to stay mentally healthy in addition to physically healthy? I think just being open and honest about how I'm feeling. Like if some days I'm like more anxious about the state of the world or if I'm like a little too sensitive to it, like I'll just be honest with my family, like the people that are around me every day and just say like, hey, can we not watch the news right now? Like I'm just, I kind of need some space or whatever. Like being kind of upfront about how I'm being affected by it has helped me. And like that's also helped the people around me know how to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it is just making sure you're in tune with yourself and like knowing what you need to feel better so like if you're stressed out from watching the news too much like take a break or if you are feeling lonely like call a friend just call your parents like talk to somebody like a lot of it is just about being in tune with what you need I think that's really good yeah um I definitely feel that especially the whole like if you know you need to take a break from the constant like stream of news then like shut off the world for a while I think being in tune with what you need to do is like really good and also like sometimes it can be hard because sometimes it's like I know like for me personally I'm trying to you know go try to find that line between staying informed about what's happening Mm -hmm. but not you know driving myself crazy yeah Um, definitely uh, that's been hard yeah so also, you know what I've found hard is like moving like physically like moving myself like yeah. exercising but not even exercising just like getting enough like fresh air or like walking around like that's something that I notice I feel better when I do and when I have a few days where like I'll not go outside and, like it's bad weather or something like I notice I feel so much like more bliss mm-hmm. down I know I used to, you know, back in college, which you saw me out your window, I used to just go on pure stress runs and stress walks around the apartments. So, I mean, that's like really helpful. It just, I know like for you, it's very easy because like you live in a kind of like, I guess, rural. What's up? Yeah. Like woodsy. Yeah. Like you can at least kind of keep your space from people. Um, I know for me, it's like I live in a city. So there's just at least I live in like a more spread out part of Boston. So like, um, there's people, you know, don't follow social distancing, which is annoying, which you should do. That's my PSA for this. Please keep six feet apart from me so I can go on walks so I can be healthy. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I miss the gym so much. I miss going to the gym. I miss the stair machine. (laughs) I know I miss lifting weights. Like, I'm only... just like I'm nervous to go back though. Even when they open back up, I'm kind of nervous because like, yeah. like the germs and all the machines and stuff. 
I'm like a little more like paranoid about what other people have been touching lately. You know, see, I've noticed that happening to me. And like, I was never like that before. Like I, even in my own house, like, cause you know, I have like eight roommates um, throughout the house. Yeah. And like, now I'm extra conscious of like, even like I just did my laundry today and I, you know, touched the, the door to the washing machine. And I was like, oh my God, like so many other people will probably touch this. And then I'm touching my laptop and my phone. And like, one of my fears, I guess, is that I'm going to come out of this with like such a fear of germs that I'm going to be obsessively. Yeah. People who are already kind of like anxious about germs, that this must be so hard. I know. Cause like I've, this is already what I'm experiencing. Like I can't even imagine like how anyone who's like already, you know, freaked out about, like, getting sick, um, coming in contact with germs, like, I can't even imagine what it's yeah. like right now. It's probably um, difficult. Oh, yeah, and, like, just, it really does get you thinking about, like, what you touch every day, um, and yeah. then, like, you know, touching. Did you realize how dirty my phone is? Oh, my God, my I was. My phone is probably the dirtiest thing, because I, it's the thing I touch every day, all day. Yep, phone, laptop, um, I noticed that, like, um, what was I gonna say, not that I noticed, but, like, now, like, every, if, when, the times I do go out, I really don't go out that much anymore, I mean, A, because there's really nothing to do at this point, and B, I just, you know, don't want to bring anything into the house, but, like, now, like, when yeah. I would, when I go to the supermarket, or when I go out, like, to CVS, I, come back, I, you know, change, immediately, like, change my clothes, get in the shower, change my clothes, wipe down everything, like, wipe down my phone, my keys, um, what else do I wipe down, uh, no, that's pretty much it, like, my phone, keys, just total change of clothes, jump in the shower, and it's, like, it's stuff that you never thought about doing before, and it's weirdly stressful, to like I went through a whole thing when I got home on Friday it's like oh my god what do I have to do first I have to I gotta do I wipe stuff down first no because then I'm touching it again do I get in the shower like what it's it's definitely a change of lifestyle for everyone like it's it's weird yeah and like the whole the whole stores like being empty like that's something weird to get used to like I think it's gotten a bit better now but like still like toilet paper and stuff being that gone all the time it feels like a weird, unsettling, like, feeling going it, into the stores and seeing it like that. There was no toilet paper when I went food shopping on Friday, and I was like, come on. Why toilet paper? It because just doesn't make sense to me. Out of all the things to panic by, yeah, I could understand. you could always use tissues. Like, you could always use, like, paper towels. You could always use something else. And, like, that's not a big thing. I don't know. Yeah, that was, like, the weirdly funniest thing ever I was like why is there no toilet paper but there's a bunch of tissues if you get sick you need tissues or I know and there's and then they just leave the toilet paper I mean they leave the tissues but they take the toilet paper I don't get it this is bringing out the uh the weird in people um yeah it's bringing out it's bringing out the weird in some people it's bringing out the bad in some people it is bringing out the good in some people at least um, yeah, that like is what I have. Are making masks for like their local hospitals. Or, yeah, like that's so sweet. I know it's also isn't it so weird when you go out and you see people like when you see everyone wearing masks. Like that's what really drove it home for me. It felt like I was in this dystopian universe when I go out and I just see 
mass everywhere and I'm like yeah. okay this is wow okay it's this strange. is happening it's so strange it feels I like see why that they said not to wear it in the beginning because it definitely it's kind of like scary to adjust to like mm-hmm. seeing everyone wearing it all the time it's kind of like oh but it's like valid obviously but still it's definitely a hard thing to see it was very I guess, like, one of the ways I can put it, it was very sobering to see. Because um, you watch the news, like, in the months leading up to what, you know, in the months leading up to now. And then you saw in China when the supermarkets were empty and everyone was wearing masks. And then you saw it happen in Italy. And, you know, it doesn't really hit home until you're experiencing it yourself. And then I went to the supermarket and saw masks. I saw empty aisles. And I was like, wow, this it hits, it hits home, and it, like, kind of hits, it kind of smacks you in the face almost, because, you know, you see all this on TV, and, you know, in a way, like, obviously, there was the potential it could happen here, um, and it did, but Mm -hmm. you do still think in a way, like, oh, that can't, that can't happen to me, that can't happen here, and then it does, and you're like, oh, wow, it took me the entire day to, like, get over that, I was just like, wow, it, you know, I did not expect this to hit so close to home. Um, And then you hear all the stories in the news of the nursing homes getting hit with little outbreaks. And then um, in Chelmsford, where my dad lives, there is a nursing home where there's cases. And it's, it's very, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, when it happens to you. In my town too. And that's like the majority of the, death tolls come from that in my town that's so it's definitely it's sad yeah it's just like you know I think that's one of the biggest things is when like it you think all these you think this can't happen to you and then it does and I think that's just like in a way it is kind of a wake-up call um Mm -hmm. but at the same time I never thought I would see something like that in my lifetime just like trying just witnessing that and I feel like it is traumatizing for people yeah 100 percent you're saying this totally valid because that sums up probably how most people are feeling about it like it's a crazy feeling of like wow I never thought this was gonna happen to my town my friends my family like people I know I never thought it was gonna affect me and then when it actually comes to happen I think that's what makes it so much more scary is because it Mm. is like directly in your like life now exactly like it's so like when it was starting to hit New York City and I was like oh wow I'm very I mean obviously like I feel horrible for everyone in New York City because like I even though I don't live there anymore and sometimes it drove me crazy you know I still love New York City and I felt terrible but there was a time when I was like oh I'm very relieved to not be in the city right now and then you know it hit Boston and there's like I think I haven't seen the actual numbers, but I think there's anywhere from like 2,000 to 3,000 cases in Boston. Then I'm like, oh, I live in a city where there's a lot of cases. You know, didn't Governor Cuomo like give, or like he set up a thing for um, like psychiatrists, I don't know, and like mental health people, like over like 7,000 mental health people, like were giving free services to New Yorkers. That's awesome. Oh my God. Something like that. I'm like kind of uninformed on the facts, but I think that I'm going to look it up because I think he <laughs> did that. That's oh, yeah. honestly amazing. And more than 6,000 mental health professionals had volunteered to provide free mental health service. 
That's pretty amazing. That is, um, especially because New York got hit so hard. And so fast as well. Exactly. Because, I mean, it's such a densely populated city that, you know, I was saying for the longest time, like, New York City is the worst possible place for coronavirus to hit. And I know the subways and like that. I think that's also another thing that adds to like the scariness of this whole pandemic is the uncertainty of when it's going to actually kind of return to normal. That and, is like get back to a time thing. when you can go back to the city or you can go back on the subway. Like, how are we going to know when that's safe? That is the biggest thing that has been driving me con like just that's the biggest thought in my head not like even the fear of oh am I gonna get sick just when is this gonna end and I think that is what caused mm-hmm. it that is what is causing a majority of anxiety right now is that nobody knows when life is gonna go back to normal and even when it does start going back to normal it's it's not gonna be right away you know I was just talking about this with my dad I was like even when restaurants reopen you know you're not going to be able to sit at the bar. You're probably, there's probably only going to let a few tables in at a time. And far away from each other. Exactly. That I think is the biggest thing that's affecting people is just like not knowing when the end is in sight. Um, Yeah. It's kind of come in and just like jumbled everyone's lives up. And like, now they don't know when it's going to just kind of fall back into place or if it can even go, like go back into place. Like, a lot of people are just like super uncertain of what the future is going to hold. And I think that's definitely what adds to the anxiety. You know, when you have a major life change for anyone that causes, you graduate from college or you move or you start a new job, it causes, you know, it causes your brain to be like messed up for a while and you have anxiety, you can be depressed. And now we're all going through a major life change. And it's weird to see the entire world at the same time struggling to cope with how our lives have been collectively turned upside down so it's it's one thing when you're going through something individually but like seeing the whole world kind of struggling right now with that is I don't know it's weird to like see it's also in a way like in a way like we're all kind of getting through it together which is kind of the nice thing about it like we're all it's encouraging to know you're not alone I think that's the biggest thing is like, you know what, like, this is awful. This is weird and scary, but like, that's kind of one of the things that kind of gets me through is that, you know, we're all, we're all dealing with this. We're all stuck in this garbage situation together. I guess that's kind of what's helping me stay at least a little, a little positive about this is like, we're all dealing with this. Cause I talked to you about this a few weeks ago, how I was like, you know, you know, my own personal experience is, like, my life was awesome. Yeah. You know, it all just, like, whoosh, because of a stupid little microscopic germ that we can't even see. How dare? Do you ever think about that? That it's just, like, we can't even see this thing, and it's wreaking havoc. I know. You're right. (laughs) It's kind of scary. It is. Oh. Ooh. Also, yeah, no, Germ- germs are gross. Germs, Germs, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I've been washing my hands so much. Oh, oh are the back of your hands also super dry? Because that's happening to me. Yeah, I have to moisturize, though. I have to, or else <laughs> my hands just feel, like, disgustingly, like, cracking and, like, painful. Oh, I need to, I need to invest in some lotion, because, uh... Do your hands hurt? Um, not anymore, but at one point when I really started kind of cracking down on it, uh, pun 
only slightly intended. Uh, they did hurt. They were like red. And I was like, wow. Um, also, can we talk about the fact that we had to tell people that it's important to wash your hands? <laughs> that's just a huge, that's a huge wake up call for me. It's insane. The amount of people that just don't care or that like don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Like, ew. <laughs> Ew, dude. It's just like, come like, on. Come That's on, man. Sense. That's like how you prevent common colds. In a way, it's know, kind right? of hilarious. Because I'm like... It is kind of funny. Because <laughs> I'm like... It's kind of, yeah. It's kind of like, what the hell? Like, you didn't, didn't know this already? I just bought a giant thing of soap, actually. Because I went to Home Depot with my dad, and we went to go buy some, like, screws or whatever for his, I don't know, tool. And, um... <laughs> So we just went to Home Depot and they were selling like these giant industrial like things of hand soap. But it was one per customer. So I got one. Nice. I know. Like that's the other thing. The fact that we had to tell people, please only buy one pack of toilet paper at a time. Oh my God. <laughs> Someone like... in my town posted in the town f Facebook group, like when this was all just kind of kicking off. They're like, someone in Stop and Shop just bought 13 gallons of milk and they said it was for their two kids. Like, how could you need 13 gallons of milk? I'm like, how do you, like, how, you drink that much? Like, when I was that young, like 13, 12, whatever, like, I think my mom made us have a, one glass with dinner. But that was like a maybe thing and like not that often. Like, it's one meal a day. Like, how could you buy 13 gallons of milk? It's like they were kind just like of, reaming this guy out in the Facebook thing. Deservedly is, so. Like, who buys that? It is like one of the, I guess, bright spots you could call it of this is like just some of the stuff that happens that people do and say is so ridiculous that you can't help but laugh. Also, a lot of the memes have been kind of very helpful coping mechanisms, at least for me. Because uh, some of them are actually legitimately very funny. I like the ones about, like, social distancing with your family. Like, I love those TikToks where it's, like, <laughs> a family's going on walks or, like, the dad's being, like, let's go do some family bonding. Like, I love those TikToks. <laughs> when you're on the 500th family walk of the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love that content. <laughs> Have you been going on family walks? Not too much, no. My family's offered, but no. <laughs> Have you been going on walks? Have you I've... done anything fun? I've been trying to go on walks. Um, I haven't, because I took you to the pond, like, by my house. Um, that's just been getting too crowded, especially as the weather gets nicer. But um, yeah. I did go out Saturday and just basically, <laughs> I just walk up and down my street. And I probably look like a crazy person because I'm literally just walking back and forth on the same street for, like, 30 minutes at a time. Um, funny. it's at least I'm trying, like, cause I, yeah, whatever works. oh yeah, just cause like, you got, like I've been saying, like, I think one of the biggest ways that at least I've been trying to cope with this whole situation is trying to maintain some sense of normalcy. So like, I'm still, you know, ordering takeout. I am not too lazy to cook. I am stimulating the economy. <laughs> I'm helping my local restaurants. Um, you I'm trying. Pub or what do you do? I do Grubhub or DoorDash, whichever one I'm feeling. DoorDash, I, when I'm feeling fast food, I do DoorDash. Do they have fast food? They do. I ordered five guys on DoorDash a couple weeks ago. It was very nice. 
again, like I said, it is amazing. Like the one good thing is that this happened when technology is awesome. The fact that I can summon sure. food to my house. No contact on, delivery as well. Like, oh. I hope that stays even when this is over. Like, please ring my doorbell, leave it on my deck, and leave. Like, yes, fine. That works even when there's not a pandemic. I like that. Yeah. Text me that the food is here. I, I support that. <laughs> it's just, we're just adapting. Put it down and go. Just go. <laughs> you know, we're adapting. That's perfect. I love it. Um, yeah, no. So, like, that's the biggest thing is, like, I feel like maintaining at least a little bit of normalcy is something that is so important right now and I think is going to be helpful to get through this. You know, just being able, my gym is closed, but, you know, ordering food and then going out to at least try to exercise, which is just me walking back and forth on the street. <laughs> That's funny. Whatever works, whatever gets you out. Honestly, moving. I guess one of the positives and also sometimes one of the most torturous things is like when the weather is super nice, but you know, you can't really do much. Like when the weather is nice, I do try to go out um, and take a walk, but then it's like, oh, like I would love to, you know, go somewhere like I would love to like go to the mall with my friends today but oh the mall yes oh yes I miss the mall okay yeah when this is when this is over we are going to the mall yeah let's go get some Auntie Anne's pretzels and like go to Claire's (laughs) get our ears pierced yeah all the staple mall classics um, I do like one of the things is like talking about like when this is all over, our goals. Um, I know you said you wanted to have um, a pandemic is over party and also like a belated yeah, birthday so celebration for everyone. Yeah, because it's going to be your birthday, Kristen's birthday, like our other friend's birthday is like one of our <laughs> friends is graduating. So I know it's going to be like, I will big, say this, when year. this when this is over and it will be over it will be over eventually it's gonna take 400 bazillion freaking years but it's going to be over and i like when people talk about all the things that um not that they're just not just the things we're gonna do one of the things that's kind of been like kind of bringing me up a little bit is seeing like all the things people are gonna appreciate when this is finally done Mm because a lot of the things that we don't have right now are things you really like kind of took for granted before so it's gonna be yeah um I'm so excited to get a haircut um I'm so excited to go to a restaurant and be in the restaurant um I know yeah that's a big one I'm excited to you know what I miss going to Target when I was bored I miss going to the movie theater I yeah I did I was lucky enough I did get to see a movie before everything got shut down and like it was that was nice um, I do like that stuff is getting released early on demand, though, because there is a movie I wanted to see that was coming to theaters, but now they're putting it on Netflix, so I'm like, okay, cool, that's good. Um, yeah, that's another plus, is there's been some good content on the streaming sites. Like, yeah, I am, the, <laughs> I am the only person in the universe who still has not watched Tiger King. <laughs> I have no excuse. I it. have all the time in the world. I <laughs> you know. <would> think. <laughs> That I'd find finally... it's actually pretty good. I liked it. My roommates told me to watch it, and then my dad told me to watch it, and I was like, I, I really? need to watch it. Really? He watched yeah. it? My dad watched Tiger King, and 
he's screaming to me over the phone about how good it was and I was like I I should probably watch Tiger King at this point if my you need even, to. if even my 61 year old dad is yeah uh, so that the next one we can talk about Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband <laughs> fed into the tiger that's the next podcast after the just Dance podcast. speaking of funny stories um to try to like bring us some smiles during this time um my dad went to my dad went to whole foods during like the specific senior citizen hours and <laughs> apparently one of the sales associates went up to him and was like sir this is only for uh shoppers 60 and up and at risk and he was like i'm 61 and the guy apparently didn't believe him <laughs> did he get carded he was like, I'll take my license out. And the guy was like, no, 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 it's fine. You can come in. But I just That's thought that crazy. was crazy. I just thought that was so funny that my dad apparently didn't look old enough to be a senior citizen to someone. I guess it's flattering. That's a good I know. Thing I was like, no. aw, you must be so flattered that somebody. That's so funny. It was. They're lying. Um, he did tell me one of the times he went. Uh, there was a line to get in. Um, I luckily have not experienced that yet, having a yeah, line to get into. Yeah, me Because I go, the supermarket I go to is, like, pretty dead in general. Even, like, on a Sunday afternoon, there was never that many people in there. And then, so, um, the last time I went, I tried to go, like, in that sweet spot in between, like, right when, like, the at-risk hours ended and then before the next flood of people were about to come in. So I kind of just... Yeah. Um, I mean, I was always the type of person to just get in, get my stuff, and get out. But now I'm really just like, let me just get it. It was actually really funny. Um, my boyfriend said to me, he's like, you can still go to the supermarket. Just, you know, you can't browse. You touch it, you buy it. Yeah, I know. That's true. I've been, like, picking stuff up, and I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't. I mm. need to get what I need and just go. Like, I, I know. Be standing like, here and looking. It sucks because it's like you sometimes I would go to the supermarket like um thinking about something I wanted to make for dinner that week and I'd kind of just look around, browse, see what was good, but now it's like nope, I just need I need meat, I need uh granola bars, and I need to um I got to the point where I actually like you know how some stores have like the wipes to wipe down your cart with? Um yeah. um I grabbed one of those to grab stuff off the aisles with. Um also, I did manage, there were no Clorox wipes, but I did manage to get an all-purpose disinfecting cleaner, which there was a bunch of it left, and I think it was because, A, it was a brand that nobody recognized, and B, I think it said all natural somewhere on it, and I was like, so well, I guess- good, at least you got that. Yeah, I know, so I think people just didn't buy it because they thought it wasn't going to work. Uh, it's just like, some of the little things that are happening during this just make me laugh, which I think is much needed right now. Anything that's funny is very welcome. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. Anything that's, like, lighthearted <laughs> or, like, happy, go for it. I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, nobody's going to buy this because it's all natural and lemon-scented, even though it literally kills germs. I think it's, it's a weird time, but I think if we can find things that we can laugh at, if we can, you know, keep in touch with our friends and then make sure... Every, I think we just got to... The biggest thing right now is, like, we got to stick together. That's, like, oh, we're all yeah, going through definitely. this together. And, you know, I know that's what we've all been doing, you know, me, us and our group of friends, we've been FaceTiming with each other, playing video games with each other, um, Alec beat me in Mario Kart Friday night. That's um, funny. I've been calling my dad. 
oh my god, I've been calling my dad too much. I just keep texting him about stupid things that don't even matter most of the time. He probably likes that. He probably misses oh, you so much. I know. I'm. It's actually really funny because I remember we were talking um, about how like all our friends like we're still living at home except for me, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I miss my dad. And everyone's like, we're going insane with our parents, and I'm like, yeah, okay, fair honestly. enough. I was like, yeah. fair enough. If I was quarantined at home with my dad, we'd probably be at each other's throats. But <laughs> yeah. It's, it would be nice at least just to see him, but I can understand both sides of it. Anyone who's like quarantined together for however long would, you know, go absolutely insane. Um, Yeah. I have to say though, that's one kind of like plus of being quarantined with your family. Like this is the most I've hung out with them in a long time. Like we have family dinners every night. Like it's been kind of That's nice. And I bet, like, I know, like, the circumstances suck, but it's probably, like, really nice having your brother home, so it's, like, at least you had to have someone. Exactly. Like, I'm glad that I have someone to, like, go through it with. At least if you're in a home with, like, people, people you like, that is one of the plus sides, because it's, like, we're all home, we're all, you know, goofing off together. I mean, I'm not goofing off, I'm doing work when I work from home, clearly. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You straighten your hair in the morning. You need business. Oh, of course. Like, I'm wearing my work flannel right now. Nice. nice. (laughs) Even though I'm wearing it not professionally because I'm just wearing it open over a tank top. But, I mean, close enough. Business casual. It's better than when I wear my streetlight manifesto hoodie when I work from home. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I do miss, like, my cubicle, though. Really? Yeah. It's just like, because I'm just kind of in my room all day. You know, when you yeah. like, when you just stay in one spot, it's very hard to like... It's like strangely tiring. Yeah. It's like draining. The way my brother described it, I work all day and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm still here. Like, because when you're yeah. at your office, you know, you leave and go home. Meanwhile, it's Funny like, it. I, um, I go to the kitchen and the bathroom and that's it. And then back to your room. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometimes I go to the other kitchen just to have an adventure. Just a little walk downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> that's my stair Extra machine. Step. Exactly. Yeah. I've been like saying like how I cannot wait to get, back. even though it is nice to be able to kind of do stuff on my own time. It's going to be nice when, like, I can get back into, like, a real routine again. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, I think, one of the things I'm missing the most. I feel like when you have a set routine, it's very helpful mentally. That's how I can put it. It's like, you're not as in your head when you have, like, a set routine. And then when that's changed, you're like, oh, oh okay. Um, it's nice when you just have, like, a set set thing. And that makes life easier. And now it's just like, yeah. uh, I have no idea what's going to happen any day ever yeah the more like normal stuff like starts getting back in into like our daily routines I think the more like back to normal it's gonna feel as a whole yeah I feel like the slight like little changes to our daily routines like it's gonna make a big difference what's one of the things you're looking forward to when this is finally like all set and done just going out yeah. Like literally leaving my house. Just I want to like walk around or like, oh, like you said, like go to the mall. Like I just want to hang out with my friends. I know. I'm feel. I can't wait for like the first drive back down to Ridgefield. 
very excited. That'll be fun. <laughs> uh, when we, yeah, that's like, I can't wait to like, I can't wait to go back out to a bar and just hang out. Um, yeah. And I can't wait to like be able to cross state lines without risking a disease. My grandma called me and was like, so what's new? I was like, no, nothing's new, grandma. There is nothing going on. Everything is closed. Nothing is new. <laughs> Literally, yeah. That's how it feels. Sorry, mate. That's, you know, we got, we got all the time in the world. Not to say, like, that we should be, you know, use this time. I think the biggest thing is, like, use this time how you feel you need to use this time, you know? Because I, I do, one of the things is, like, I don't like when people are like, oh, you should be coming out of this with, um, what is it? Like, your side hustle. You should be learning a skill. And it's like, there's a pandemic happening. I know, like, process it how you need to. Don't feel like you need to come out of it productive. Don't feel like you need to come out of it super skinny and, like, toned because you're working out all the time. Like, it's fine. Like, we're all, like, kind of stress eating. We're all kind of figuring it out. Like, nobody's going to come out of this and, like, have their lives wrapped in a little pretty bow. Because, like, it it can't happen. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is, like, use this time, like, how you need to use this time. I think that is, I, like, one of my favorite things that you say to me is, like, be nice to yourself. And I think that's something, I think that's advice we could all use, is, like, we all need to really be nice to ourselves right now. Like, because that is, I think, the only, the only way we're going to get through this. I think that's an exact quote from you to me from, like, a week ago. (laughs) That's, that's good advice. Like, good for me. That was good. (laughs) it's been good stuff so you know I think yeah we can all agree I've said this a bunch of times it is a weird time this is not a normal time and I think we just all kind of need to cope with this the best we can and I think that is probably the only thing that is gonna get us through this finding healthy ways to cope trying to find ways to stay happy we just gotta be there for each other just you know yeah if you don't live with them, call your parents, call your friends, yeah. just check in on people, which, you know, we should always be doing. We should always be checking on the ones we love. But I think now more than ever, yeah. we should really, really be doing that. And just, we're trying, we're trying sure our best. Advice. Exactly. You know, we're all trying Nobody really has it figured out, but we just gotta try. They never wrote a handbook for a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, thank you, my friend. Of course. All right, and I will I will hopefully see you soon <laughs> outside yeah. of a computer. We will. This summer, 100%. It's going to be happen. awesome. Summer 2020 is going to be awesome. Fingers crossed. Stay home, people. Stay Wash home. Stay home because I want to hang out with my friends outside of a computer. Oh, I miss you. I miss, I miss you, you, too. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. Thanks again. All right. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for talking. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye.